You've got questions. We've got all the answers when it comes to sex and more. This is the A to Z of sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Every week, we pick a series of topics that you've been wanting to know about. It's an encyclopedia of sex, intimacy, relationships, and so much more than that. Let's get things started. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the A to Z of sex. With me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I am a sex and intimacy coach and a psychologist, and I have spent the last 30 plus years helping people to create hot and healthy sexual and intimate relationships. And on this show, we are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. Learning your ABCs has never been so much fun. Today, the letter is F, and F is for femme fatale. Joining me today to talk about this subject is Miss Cameo. She's been in the scene for well over 15 years, and she is a lifestyle and professional dominatrix and disciplinarian. Though her start in the scene was at the tender age of 21, she started off her BDSM journey as a 24-7 slave girl to a dominant man and his dominant wife, Master El Diablo and Mistress Valkyrie. She spent three glorious years as Slave C. Within that time, she won the hearts of many as her adult schoolgirl alter ego, Sarah Collins. Her bottom and her cheekiness are still loved by many today. Even as Slave C, she worked as a professional dominatrix, Madam C. She ceased switching and became Miss Cameo only. She sees clients and she does not assume a role to be mistress. She is mistress. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Lori Beth. So we're going to talk about femme fatales. Now, femme fatale is sometimes called a man eater or a vamp, but the character of a femme fatale is a confident, dominant woman who's able to enchant and cast a spell over or hypnotize the men in her environment, although also the women, but mostly the early <laughs> stories are about, are about the men. And it's, it's a French phrase for those of you who don't know, and what it means is fatal woman. So a femme fatale tries to achieve her hidden purpose by using her feminine wiles, beauty, charm, and sexual allure, and in some situations would use coercion rather than charm. There's a lot of this kind of character in literature, what do you think about that, the whole idea that, that, that a confident woman is seen as having to coerce? To coerce? Yeah, like the idea of a film fatale is somebody who's kind of doing something a little bit on the shady side rather than just being a confident, dominant woman. There's this kind of element of shadiness. I think to a certain degree, a lot of men feel they need to be coerced rather than just give in. Right. So instead of instead of the ability to surrender um, or the ability to submit, they need it, to be mesmerized into it. Right. Force me. Right. Instead of instead of yeah. being able to stand up. Not all of them, just some of them. It is it is easier for some masculinity, I think, to be able to be led into it rather mm-hmm. than themselves freely. So um, I know a lot of people listening may never have heard a professional dominatrix before. Mm-hmm. So what are the things that they need to know if they're thinking about going to consult a dominatrix and what, what would you, what do you do for them? Okay. So the bottom line is there is no sex. 
Right. Absolutely. Bottom line. A lot of male submissives don't want that. They don't want that at all. In some respects, a lot of them need to be denied. They don't Mm -hmm. want to get what it is that they want. They want to be tormented. They want to be teased. They want to be denied. So as a dominatrix, you can, well, the the areas I work with are are huge. There's an awful lot of things from bondage to corporal punishment. There is, I could go on for hours about the areas I, I work with. But, the, but I think it's interesting because a lot of people don't understand that the bottom line is that when you're going for professional BDSM services, mm-hmm. and, and, and this is across the board for professional BDSM services, there isn't any penis and vagina sex, there's no oral sex, there's no anal sex, there's no touching in that way. That's not what it's about. It is about the power. Yes, um, and sometimes about the pain and sometimes, you know, but, but yeah, everyone is different, but the bottom line is there is no sex. Right. Um, and so it's important that you understand that if you're seeking a professional out because you start off on the wrong foot, if what you're asking <laughs> for is sex, you'll annoy people. Yes, definitely. But I mean, I, I always find it fascinating. The main reasons that women, that um, women and men choose to kind of seek these services out and often it seems to be about um, a few things. One of them is, is a certain amount of self-discovery mm-hmm. um, and the ability to let go of always being in control. Yes, a, a lot of people live quite uh, demanding lives. They're in control of other people. They like to come along and, and have that responsibility to give to someone else and to give up control for that time. So and important. So- yeah, so, so that's what, I mean, so in a sense, you're offering them a safe space, not in a sense, you are offering them a safe space mm-hmm. where they can let go of control and they can say, okay, over to you, you yeah. decide what's happening right now. Yes, yeah. And do you think that that's kind of one of the main attractions for people? A lot of the people who come and see me are looking for that escape, definitely. So that leads me to always think, is why? Why do they? Why? Why can they not get that in 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 regular life? Now, I mean, people who have listened to me before know I'm in a twenty four seven authority transfer based relationship, and I'm the slave. So, I have my own ideas about why I want it in my relationship, and it's not easy for me to get it um, elsewhere. But I, I'm interested in your opinion because you've seen so many other people. You've got a wider opinion um, as to why people find it almost impossible to do that in just sort of daily life to give that control up they need the boundaries they need the understanding that the other person is not going to go too far mm-hmm. like i already mentioned people live you know they are in control in their work they yeah. are seen as the dominant person they are in control they have the answers they know what to do and they need to go and see someone who is in control who is them in effect right somewhere safe they know it's going to be within boundaries it's difficult to find in real life you're very lucky to to have found what you have yeah no it is it's very difficult to find in real life and 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 what i've got takes work as well i mean mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the I am, a lot. yeah that maintenance um i'm quite dominant out in the world and so um and uh, to, to the point where people will often say are you sure you're and I was like, yes, I'm sure that's really, I really am that way. I've always been that way. I really enjoy the surrender. It's hard work for me, but that's me. That's my sexuality. Yeah. Um, 
but it is. It, if, if you're going to enter into a relationship with somebody full time, it's a lot of maintenance. And so for a lot of people, that's not an option. Yes. What do you think are the um, advantages of going to see a pro um, instead of going out and kind of trying to find a situation in the um, in the BDSM world? Generally, the safety is is really high in that. The understanding that the person knows what they're doing. You don't have to consider, is this person a strange person? Are they a scary person? Are they going to take advantage of me? Mm-hmm. Professional, they are professional. They generally have a reputation. They're very well known at what they do. And uh, tends to be different doms will offer different services and specialize in particular areas. Yeah, and, and I, mean, I agree with you. I, th- I think that one of the big things is definitely the safety thing. I think that um, often when people are out looking, they they don't they don't know how to vet people mm-hmm. frequently. They don't know how to figure out whether it's it's they're going to be physically safe, and that is one part of it, of course. If Absolutely. you're going to be physically safe, but all, um, psychologically safe, their reputation safe. You know, there's there's such a wide range of um, fetishes and um, activities that people can get up to that actually establishing that somebody is reputable is a big deal. Absolutely. Yeah, it takes one of the huge worries away from it and leaves everything else open to to be played with. So if somebody is out looking, um, what kinds of questions do you think they ought to ask? Looking for a professional? Yeah. So I always say it's better to be descriptive rather than prescriptive. Mm-hmm. So to get an idea of what it is they're about, what it is they're into, and be clear, not be afraid of, of laying it out on the table, but not prescribing too much, saying, this is what I'm into. How does that sound? So um, and when you say be, being prescriptive, it makes me smile. And the reason it makes me smile is because I know of a number of um, slaves who have a script. Absolutely, yes, yeah. <laughs> they drive the people that they get involved with, including the professionals, nuts. Because they, it's like they want this and this and this and this and this and this. And there's a whole script and it has to be done in a certain way and said in a certain way, otherwise. Sure, and that is a nightmare. Unless you're talking like a, a high protocol role play. Yeah. In which case that is probably the... the the one thing you can get away with, and even then it is kept to where I want to keep it to. But it, yes. it is an important part with high protocol play. But I mean, think people need to realize that this is, you know, you don't actually get the full experience if you're telling the other person everything you want them to do and every word you want them to say, then who's in control? Exactly. If I don't get to do what it is I want to do from the ideas they give me, they might as well see someone who's just going to do exactly what they want them to do. Yeah, that's not the same experience. Not at all. So um, we are off the commercial shortly. um, And um, before we do, um, I want to tip my hat to our sponsor and talk about the Crescendo Vibrator, which is an amazing vibrator. It's like... Unlike any other, it's got a bendable body, it's got customizable vibes and smart sensors, and it will personalize your entire pleasure experience. If you're exploring with a partner or you're flying solo, Crescendo can bring the first time to your bedroom over and over again. So start your pleasure revolution today and head over to mysteryvibe.com. 
Mystery Vibe, your pleasure personalized. Do go to mysteryvibe.com today. Um, and we um, have tried that vibrator out over here, and it's fabulous, particularly for couples and in between. If you are having penis and vagina sex, it works a treat. Um, it will also work really well for two women if they're in a more missionary position, so I highly recommend it. Um, we are just about to go to break, but after break, we're going to talk about some of the things that some of the qualities that you want to see in a um, dominant woman um, and the things that make a dominant woman really exciting um, and stand out from the crowd. So I look forward to hearing you all back here shortly. And if you've got questions, please do phone in or email. We're happy to answer them. Explore your deeper desires. Listen, learn, and live sexy here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to moves and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. How do you feel about a non-monogamous lifestyle? Does it sound enticing? Are you worried about what others might think? Your questions are answered on Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. It's a discussion about the swinger lifestyle, non-monogamy, sex, sexuality, and where it all fits in. All we ask is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind, and you will find your desires and fantasies can come true. Tune in to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. This is the A to Z of sex, featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails, too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the second segment. Today is F is for Femme Fatale, and I'm joined by Miss Cameo. We're talking about dominance and, in particular, the Femme Fatale or the dominant woman. Um, So what do you think are the qualities that a dominant woman has that makes her stand out from the crowd? Confidence, um, sexual prowess, I think. Yeah, you know, that's something you don't... Yeah. I mean, that's, a, it, that's an interesting one. Sexual prowess is an interesting one because women are really discouraged from being 
um, sexually confident, which is different from just being confident. We're really discouraged from that. Yes, yeah. definitely. It's difficult to be confident as a woman and be sexually powerful without see- being seen as quite frightening. There mm-hmm. is a very, very fine balance between overconfident and enticingly confident. Well, that's interesting. Um, do you think that some people actually like the frightening? Or do you think that's oh, mostly? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Although I do think that it's, it can be really off-putting. And certainly what I find fascinating is that men who will, and I do think this is definitely a male thing, not a, a female thing, but men who will love um, kind of sexual competence and prowess in a professional dominatrix or in somebody who is a lifestyle um, performance artist, for example, mm-hmm. won't, but still won't like it in their partner of choice to like well, their wife or their girlfriend. Still on to have that all the time. It's nice, isolated and, and fairly controlled within boundaries. But it, I've seen men run away from it, absolutely run away. Be all um, masculine about things, saying very sexual things. And if you come back and say that to them, that's it. They've, they never talk to you again. <laughs> um, but, but it's interesting because, I mean, you say it's difficult for that full on, but we're expected to have that full on from the guys. So it's kind of like, why, why you know, why, why do we think it's difficult when it's coming from women? It's a, it's a complicated one. I think it's how people perceive how a woman should be, and it depends on how they perceive a woman should be, and everyone is different in that. And things yeah. are changing. Things are really changing. What kind of changes have you seen? Just people being more open about who and what they are and what mm-hmm. they want. It's, it's quite liberating. But in some ways, it's, it's going crazy. How so? Uh, it's people who were trying to be liberated and now attacking the people that don't want them liberated and are becoming the opposite person. That's interesting. So, I mean, people seem to have forgotten how um, hard it was to be persecuted for who they were. And, and now they're persecuting the others. It's yeah. crazy. It's really strange. I have noticed that. I mean, I've noticed that, for example, it's very fashionable to be non-monogamous, and that's fine. But that if somebody says, well, I'm monogamous now, they're looked on badly because they're choosing. Straight. That is, that is now unusual. Well, being straight. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's seen as difficult, um, and of course, and and, and it's, minded. it's seen as someone not prepared to, to try things, and that's not fair. No, it isn't fair at all. Um, and I th- and I do think it's really important to emphasize that you know we all have the things we're interested in, and we can ex- expand our horizons, and we can also be happy with what we really enjoy. And there's no reason um, to feel bad or um, uncomfortable because you're not interested in some of the newer things that you're hearing about. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's different strokes for different folks. And the most important thing that is exactly. And it's important to be authentic. And that's what's hard. Yes. I yeah. I think a lot of people are, are deciding they are something that is new that has come out. Um, because everyone else is, and that's difficult. I suspect that you see quite a few people who would find it difficult to admit 
their desire for surrender in an ordinary relationship. Absolutely, um, yes, a lot of people, a lot of people. And people struggle with the fact that perhaps their partner doesn't know that they come to see me. And I always end up saying to them, you're not doing anything towards that partner. And as honest as I, I believe honesty should be, sometimes not saying it is actually safer for the other person. When they're coming to see me, they're fulfilled and happy, and therefore that relationship will thrive. Yes. I, I mean, it, that's always very difficult, whether or not um, whether or not complete transparency is appropriate is always really difficult. I think that certainly um, as there is no, di- no disease risk in what you're doing because there's no sex. So there's no cheating per se. Yeah, right. I mean, some people would still consider it cheating because it's intimate. It's emotionally intimate. However, it, there are less, I would, oh, I would most often advocate honesty. However, I can see certain circumstances in which telling a partner would actually cause the partner a far bigger problem. Absolutely. And I, I believe in whatever I do does not hurt anything outside of, of my domain. Nothing I do will ever affect anything of, of the person who's seeing me's life. So people have to understand that and different people, different um, professionals act in different ways. And that um, what Miss Cammy is talking about is, is really important, which is that what she does is boundaried. And so she's not somebody who's going to be calling somebody at work unless that's been agreed and consent has been given. Yeah. Yeah. She's not going to be threatening. Not to do anything that involves blackmail exposure. Exactly. I just used to do that kind of thing. That's not my style. Yeah, that's not that's not what she enjoys, and it's not what she believes in. So that's not how she works. Mm-hmm. So, so you you have to know if you are out looking that there that there's a really wide range of what people do as professionals, mm-hmm. and that some things are more risky than others. You know, we've talked about consent on this show before and how important consent is and how important negotiation is. Um, and, and, and as a reminder that, that you need to know who you're dealing with. But if you are out in the world, if you're authentic with the people that you love and in the world in general, then nobody can blackmail you. Right? Because you're being who you are. So you won't care if other people were to find things out. But if you're somebody who's in in the closet, as it were, about anything, it doesn't, you know, not... It is slightly secretive that you don't want those around you to know. Yeah. It's important then, to know that I'm not going to, to jeopardize that. That's right. And, then, and so that's an important question to ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking, some, there are some ladies that, that really enjoy ruining marriages, I'm ashamed to say. You know, it's it's not at all okay in my book. I'm sure there are. I mean, I'm sure there are some people that, that the way in which that they get their kicks is by causing mm-hmm. problems. Um, mm-hmm. And um, they're not necessarily pros either. There are, there are no. amateurs who do that too. That's uh, a complicated one who's a professional and they say they are. Then you have to go to reputation experience and web presence and history, basically. Yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, one of the things that's most important is that, you know, you get to explore in safety. I mean, that's why most people do this. Mm-hmm. So I had somebody write in a question who asked me um, why somebody would choose to um, um, see a pro um, if they were able to get partners out in the real world. Um, mm-hmm. 
so um, that's, I think there is, there are individual answers to that. I mean, certainly in my case, I did see a pro at a various couple of times mm-hmm. um, because for me, I didn't want to get involved in a long relationship, mm-hmm. but I wanted my needs need. met. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, you know, I, I wanted my needs met and I had other things going on in my life yeah. and, and the time it takes to develop a long relationship is, is quite intense. So I was like, yeah. right, I go to somebody reputable, I can get those needs met and then yeah. come on with it. It's exciting. It's almost taboo. You know yeah. what's going to happen. It's all dealt with properly. Yeah. And so that's another one of the things that I think um, is something to note, that this is something that you can dip in and out of. But um, we're coming up to break. Um, and I want to remind guys that Naughty Narlings is July 24th to July 28th this year. This is the largest lifestyle convention for couples in the world. Usually over 1,300 couples. It is not only a full takeover of two of the French Quarter's biggest hotels, it actually takes over Bourbon Street, too. If you want more information and you want to book your spot, do visit the sexylifestyle.com travel and events page, and the information for this will be there. Um, highly recommended. Everybody I know who's gotten to attend has loved it. We're about to go to break. And when we come back in the third segment, we're going to talk about the difference between deciding to dip in and out of this and and, and actually developing a long-term relationship and what that might look like. Um, and um, have some tips as well for women who are seeking to increase their dominance. So we'll see you back in segment number three soon. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos. And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter, all on thesexylifestyle.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. There's no judgment here, and every topic is safe and sex positive. So we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks, Parrish Michelle Blair, and Jet Setting Jasmine, with Marla Renee Stewart and Tiffany Janae. You won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. This is the A to Z of sex, featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails, too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the A to Z of sex. This is segment number three, and this week it's F is for Femme Fatale. 
So we're talking about um, women and dominance. Um, and so I said before the break that um, we'll, we would talk a bit about what the difference is between kind of dipping in and out of this and developing a longer term um, relationship, be it a long term relationship with somebody you've met in the community or a long term relationship with a pro. And there, there are lots of people who develop long term relationships with the, their pro of choice. Um, and so they get to do fun things like attend events. Yes. Yeah. Generally, when somebody becomes a bit more longer term, they're, they're either looking to gain a collar or they end up being collared. Now, that is very much like a marriage, if you like. The collar is a bond. Mm-hmm. It, it shows the commitment of both the dominant and the submissive or the slave, generally slave, if we're going to be all technical. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a long term commitment. There are boundaries set in place for that individual because everyone has different home lives i have collared slaves um, at the moment most of them married um, most partners don't know so there are there are limitations within the agreement of the collaring that some things will not happen some days are not available weekends for example mm-hmm. now yeah. do do any of them get to come to events with you because i know i i mean I, I always find events as being a lot of fun Events are a lot of fun. Unfortunately, with um, two of them being no weekends, it's difficult. But they yeah. do come and see me as much as possible. And if I find one in the week, I will be taking them. Yeah, I mean, and, and, there, and events change. And, of course, depending on where you are in the world or the kind of events there are in America, there are a lot of events that are um, um, a lifestyle event. So you'll find pros and um, and. And non-pros at lifestyle events and lifestyle events in which um, there's educational component as well as play and fun. In Europe, there's sort of less of the educational component in events, at least in my experience. Um, um, it's not too bad. It's actually it's actually coming out with the educational components, depending on which one you go to. Yeah, I've noticed a big change. Lots of workshops being held by pros, trying to teach people. The difficulty that there is is showing it to vanilla people who want to spice up their life. There is very few things that they can go along to, but it's something in the pipeline. I'm not going to say much more. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do, I do stuff with people who want to spice up their lives and have done in the past. And so I will do my bit of that, that I can do. But I have also, I've also asked people to come along and do parts of those workshops as well. They're always a lot of fun. Um, I highly recommend learning from somebody who knows what they're doing. And particularly if you're going to start doing things that involve like things like corporal punishment, for example, for mm-hmm. fun and, and, and pleasure, knowing how to do that without harming somebody is a really big deal. And that's the kind of thing that you, you do teach. Yes. Yeah. I've got a few couples at the moment that I'm, teaching how to, to move on. They've been experimenting at home in the bedroom and now they want to play with more daring things. So they've actually thought we need to go and get taught by someone who knows what they're doing. And, and that's and that is the best idea. Absolutely. That's so important. And so that's another reason that you might go see a professional, right? Not because you don't have a partner or because your partner's not interested, but because you want to learn how to do things in a way that you're not going to cause harm to yourself or others. Absolutely. Um, and whether as a couple or whether just one of them. In fact, one of the couples I have, um, not for training, is to teach the male how to be submissive to make it easier for his partner to be oh, able to. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. great. 
There's also, you know, there's also a segment of the population, and I'm sure you've had people come to you for this before, who have real difficulty forming relationships. Yeah, I do, I do a lot of therapy with people as well. Like um, painfully shy. Yeah, talking therapy, even pain can, can help with a lot of things, let go of things, as, uh, as you know. Yeah, cathartic, cathartic scenes yeah. Are, are incredibly useful. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did mention earlier, you mentioned role play, and role play is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it kind of goes beyond submitting in the sense that you get the opportunity to try another personality on for oh, a while. Yeah, you can be anyone you want to be. You can be a, a really bratty, lippy teenager, if you like. If that's not your demeanor at all, and you're generally, you know, you will say yes and sorry to everything. You get to to be something you're not, and it is so much fun. Yeah, I know it's absolutely. I, I I adore a good role play, mm-hmm. and role plays, you know, do not have to be expensive. Some people have this idea that they require expensive costumes and all this sort of stuff. No, you know, B and Q is your friend. Um, your imagination is your friend. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, you can find things for very little money to kind of add to the ambiance. And it, it's, and as Ms. Cameo just said, a really important, your imagination is your best tool here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's, it's kind of a way of stepping out of day-to-day life, or it is def- definitely a way of stepping out of day-to-day life and reminding us what it was like to play. And I don't know how many people remember what it was like when you were a kid and you used to play dress up or mm-hmm. um, fantasy, but that some of my favorite time was spent pretending to be other things and you create with it and if it's someone you see on a regular basis or semi-regular basis you can play on that you develop the characters even Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so you've got a long-term story going on yeah or some people like to do a split session so the teacher deals with them and then they're sent home oh i love it other people like to do a different scenario each time it's it's just great fun and, and, and just in general, because I'm not sure what people know, but average session time? How oh, much time? <laughs> well, yeah. I do sessions 30 yeah. minutes, 45 minutes onwards. There is no real average. I'd say between the 30 minutes and an hour and a half, anywhere yeah. between those as yeah. an average. Okay, that's cool. And then sometimes, of course, people do BDSM or CP as well. So right. generally BDSM would be about two hours. That's interesting. Um, so you, the BDSM sessions are longer than role play sessions than usually, unless yeah, it's combined. Yeah. And that's mainly because there's only so much the skin can do with CP. Right. Quite simply. With, um, with BDSM, there's, there's a lot more other things going on. So the electric play, the tying, yep. the mind play, there's a lot more going on. Whereas with role play, you generally have some sort of spanking and CP in it. Right. And Excuse me, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, you only get to a certain point and then yeah, yeah. Uh, people reach their limits. Um, an hour and a half, you know, for a quite a high protocol with lots of talking and, and scene setting um, would be reasonable. But for someone that's quite a, an informal role play, you're looking at an hour. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about how women can be a bit more dominant in their relationships and in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. What kind of advice would you give? So when I first started out, I had a perfume. This is very basic stuff. Mm -hmm. I had a 
team, when I put it on, that that made me think, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, the next thing from that is wearing what you want to wear, whatever that is. Be you, be comfortable, and do what it is you want to do. Take control. It is well, very basic stuff to start with. But I like that. I really like the idea of like a scent, particularly a scent because the sense of smell is is incredibly powerful yes. um, and it really links us to memory and um, can be integrated really well so that if you're using the same scent every time, yeah. you build up a, um, a set of stories and a set of memories yeah. and ways of being. So I quite like that. You choose your outfit and then you're ready to go. Your mind is already there. And so that is important for people to understand what you're doing is you're placing yourself into the mindset. Yes. So there's a transition that's going on um, yeah. from everyday life, whatever that might look like, to this more dominant woman. Yeah. Any any kind of reprogramming is difficult, but to start with a scent and then set yourself from there to choose what you want to wear, to be who you want to be at that time is important. I love that. Um, and so we're heading towards um, break again, believe it or not. Um, this time always goes so quickly. Um, in the last segment, I've got um, a couple of questions that came up that I'm going to answer. Um, and um, we'll kind of tie together some of the stuff around female dominance and also um, give you details of how to get in touch with Miss Cameo, should you so desire. Um, and I'll let you guys know some of the things that are coming up soon. Um so I already mentioned Naughty Norlings, which is in July. This is really exciting. It's a lot of fun. If you are in the UK and are interested in learning about dominance and submission, that part of BDSM, I'm doing a one-day workshop on the 16th of March in central London. If you would like details of that, please do get in touch with me. Write to me at lauribeth at drlauribethbisbee.com, and I can send you the link so you can grab tickets it should be a lot of fun. We're going to be doing quite a few exercises, helping people kind of build um, their repertoire with negotiation and doing some role play creation. And um, there will be a bunch of toys on hand so people can kind of get an idea of some of the things that you might do um, if you decide to be spending a bit of time involved in BDSM. Um, and that is, the, again, that's the 16th of March. So do get in touch with me soon. I'm not sure how many places are left, but I don't think there are very many. Um, and we are going to head for break now and we'll come back with the last segment shortly. Do call if you've got a question or email me now. I will probably still have time for at least one more question if you get to that soon. So please call in. Explore your deeper desires. Listen, learn, and live sexy here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. 
Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, The Radio Show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. This is the A to Z of sex, featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails, too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey everybody, welcome back to the final segment of this show where F is for Femme Fatale. Um, as I said just before we took the break, I had a couple of questions come in that we wanted to answer. Um, um, Jennifer wrote in saying that she would like to increase her sexual confidence and she would like to be more dominant in the bedroom, but she finds it really difficult to break out of the habits that she learned growing up and, um, you know, um, particularly with her partner, feels very uncomfortable. Into the, to the zone of it. Yeah. So that comes down to setting the scenes, much like with the, the scent. So you clear everything out of the room you're going to be using. Uh, you change the lighting, you change the music. Again, scent of the room really counts. And uh, you just take time getting yourself in into the zone. Um, the learning to be different with your partner is, is altogether another Yes. Um, but you have to separate that time from your, your day-to-day time. Yes. And, and, and actually, I would say that even when you're in a 24-7 relationship, you know, people in 24-7 relationships do usual things in usual yeah. ways, right? Yeah. You know, they don't clean their houses necessarily all dressed up and what have you all the time. And some people do. People have different rituals and different routines. And so you do set aside time still from your daily life to make sure that you reinforce that dynamic. Yes. Yeah. It's so important. You, you have to step out of the day to day, put on your outfit. Like I said, the scent, it's so important, but the room itself is important. Change and I like that. I hadn't actually thought about the idea of, of if you don't have a place big enough to actually set a room aside, if you do go for it, but most of us don't. Um, but actually clearing the room out and making it be in that way and changing yeah. it. So it, so yeah. your mind changes. And, and in setting up the room, it changes with you. Yeah. yeah. You're setting yeah. up with the time, especially for that moment. Um, and there's another one that I would suggest. And, um, and this is something you can learn. 
Doing it with your partner is quite difficult, but one of the things that you can change is your voice. Now, there's nothing like command voice. Command voice is amazing. Command voice is when you say something with intention. So it's not shouting. It could be very soft and quiet. But the intention, what you want, what you desire is communicated clearly and forcefully. So this is something you can learn and you can practice. And it's a change you can make with a partner that doesn't require major amounts of effort once you learn to do it. So that's something I would suggest. Do a little bit of looking around about speaking with intention. Mm-hmm. When you want to speak with intention, you need to be present. That means you're not thinking about all sorts of other shit. You're not worrying about everything else. You're not kind of your mind's not wandering. Your electronics are put away and you are fully in the room. And that's where you start. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it's fun. It's fun. It's amazing what you can get people to do just by speaking with intention. Almost anything. You'd be really surprised. What I would love is for some people who are listening to actually try this and practice it and practice asking for something with intention and just asking for it and see the difference and then let me know what happens. (laughs) Right? So do write me and tell me what you've experienced as you start to practice speaking with intention because it can actually change your entire life when you start to really be present and speak with intention in the things that you do. So Jennifer, I hope that helps. And I hope that answered the question. Um, The other one was from Greg and Greg, the way he put it is feels like he's submissive. I I, I liked that, but Mm -hmm. has never been in a situation in which he could submit to a, a woman. And he, he says he's heterosexual um, and he's not been able to find a dominant woman that he felt comfortable with. He had a couple of bad experiences with um, online pros. Um, and so he's not really sure kind of how to go about um, looking for somebody, um, but more importantly, how to get himself off on the right foot. So when he writes to somebody that he does find, um, how should he get off on the right foot so that he can negotiate for what he wants and not annoy the person right off? No, I understand. First of all, he has to forget that he's had the bad experiences. They happen. A lot of people who come and see me have had bad experiences. It takes a little time to get over it, to get the nerve to try again. But most of them tell me, what they do is they read the websites and something resonates with a person. Mm-hmm. It, you will feel the right person for you. So then you, you send them an email and you explain to them a little bit about what you're looking for. Don't be too pushy. Don't be too cold. Be yourself. You know, explain what it is that you're looking for. Um, that's, that's the best step. How the person then responds will tell you whether they are the right person for you also. It's a two-way thing. It's a power mm-hmm. exchange. You must never forget that. It's not every really dom is for every person. Not every sub is for every dom. That's really important. This isn't cookie cutter. This is so individual. And just like when people come to me for coaching or for therapy, you know, sometimes it's not a good match. And if it's not a good match, it's not an insult to the other mm-hmm. person. It simply isn't a good match. And a good professional will recognize that and will and will either sometimes be able to help you find what you're looking for because sometimes they can give you a referral 
Mm-hmm. If they can't, they're still not going to be insulted. They're not going to be mean. They'll just be, okay, this wasn't for, you're not for me and I'm not for you. There has to be a, a moment where you both feel that there is something there for both of you. And you've just said that as well. Something there for both of you. So guys, even, and gals, because women do go see female professionals as well. Even if, though, even though, sorry, not if, even though you're seeing a professional, that doesn't mean the professional doesn't want to get something out of it be above and beyond money. And I'm going to tell you this. If the only thing the professional wants to get out of it is money, they're not going to be very good. <laughs> Just, right? If they're not enjoying what they're doing on, on some level. Yeah. They will be going through the motions. Exactly. It's not the same experience whatsoever. No, absolutely not. Um, Then there's the other thing, which is that um, Greg didn't say a lot about what kind of submission, but if you've had a fantasy for a really, really long time, sometimes it can be hard to see how you're going to get that need met unless it's met exactly. We talked about this before, according to the script, right? And that's not really what we want. We don't want a script. It doesn't usually work for people. Um, So, you know, do your research. Most mistresses have information galore online. Mm-hmm. Um, most female masters the same. The, the, you'll find all sorts of information that can tell you, hmm, this might be a good match or no, I don't think it's going to be a good match. And remember that this is a professional negotiated relationship. Um, this is not your girlfriend. You're not going to marry this person. Um, you're not taking them home to your parents. And, and I say this and people probably laugh, but you have no idea how often it is that people fall in love with a professional that they're seeing. It happens a lot. Oh, it does. And you have to remember what the relationship was founded on and be respectful because you know, we, we can develop really strong feelings for someone that doesn't mean that, that they're reciprocated or should be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. So we're coming to the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Miss Cameo, where can they find you if they want to connect with you? Okay, so I have a website, which is www.misscameo.co.uk. Nice and simple. On there, you have all my contact details, my email, my telephone number. Do you prefer emails? Because I'm generally in session. Right. And so if you ring her and she's in session with somebody else, she's not answering the phone. Correct. And you're happy about that. A lot of noise. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you're happy about that, right? Because you wouldn't want her answering the phone to someone else when she was in session with you. So email in the first instance. Um, Next week, we are the letter G, and the letter G is going to be about gender and all things non-binary. And joining me on the show is Dr. Meg John Barker, and it should be a lot of fun. It's going to be um, um, very wide-ranging. If you have questions from this episode that you didn't get to ask, I'm happy to answer them next episode. So please do still email them in to me on Beth at drlauribethbisbee.com. If you have questions for Dr. Meg John Barker, again, email them in advance or feel free to telephone in during the show. Um, And um, we'd be happy to answer those questions. If you want to learn more about 
dominance at submission, do get in touch with me. There's a variety of resources I can offer um, from coaching to online courses through to um, mentoring. And um, I would be happy to do so. And I am looking forward to um, continuing to go through this alphabet from A to Z in the U.S. and in the U.K. it's A to Z. Um, and we will continue next week. So thanks very much for listening again and, and um, have a brilliant week. And I hope it's sexy and lots of fun. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to thesexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. We hope you learned something today. But if you have more questions, go ahead and email them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Then be here next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of the A to Z of Sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. See you next week. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. 
Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.